0: Are you ready to business your art life? Well, you made it to the right podcast here with Starlight Artist Insights. I'm Kimberly, owner of Starlight Art Consultancy, and each week you'll get to know one of our partnered artists and hear from them discussing personal and the business side of art. Are you ready? Let's go.
1: Okay, so I, um, I went to school um, in Waco uh, for undergrad. Um, and I went a little bit later in life. I didn't start my undergrad until I was twenty five so
0: um, no. really okay, yeah. oh my goodness that's I've so been cool. been a little like older too than that like- yeah,
1: that's awesome. I don't meet very many people who <laughs>
0: have that as their story, so that's really that's so interesting. I'm yeah. happy you shared that i sometimes I don't share it because I'm like i don't know I'm, I don't meet many people either that yeah is- and it yes, and sometimes it's
1: not that I don't want to share it, but sometimes I feel like, well, it's not, I don't know if it's important, but it is sometimes important because I do sometimes meet other people who are like, oh my gosh, that inspires me to not feel like it's too late. You know, even like whatever, they're 10, 15 years after I was like, it's not too late. You can yeah. still pursue it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. It's totally true. I mean, you, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you have a drive to do it, just do it. I agree. And I also feel like if you have
1: a drive and a passion for something, it's probably not going to go away. So <laughs> you're eventually going to have to, if you, you know, to, to live with that in a comfortable way, you're going to have to pursue it somehow.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's going to keep like knocking. It's the whole, like they say it's, it's a whisper, and then it becomes a loud scream.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: So true. Yes.
1: So I I um, went to, well, I actually started, I did my first year at community college, and then I transferred to Baylor, um, graduated there uh, December of uh, 2014. And then the following, let's see, the summer of 2015, I started at SCAD. And um, yeah, I loved both of those programs. I I really enjoyed getting to have different sets of professors from each school and learning from so many different
0: professors um, was really helpful. Um, Yeah, so I really enjoyed that. How Uh, was your um, experience doing, like, an art school online?
1: um, It was... I loved it, and there were some times when I, you know, I did wish, like, I wish I could just move to Savannah and be there, because I love the professors so much, Mm -hmm. and it would have been really great to be with them in person, Um, but SCAD really does a great job in making you feel still very connected to your classmates, to your professors. And of course, some of that is on you. You know, you can keep yourself separate, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, I still felt very much a part of it. um, And yeah, I still felt very connected. So I, I really loved it. I will say if you, if it's a real struggle for you to get things done on your own, in, in sort of isolation, then maybe it's not for you. Um, I have done a lot of things kind of on my own in isolation throughout my life. So it was pretty natural for me. Um, so I feel like that was actually a strong point for me. Um, and kind of nice because I was a little bit overwhelmed in undergrad with all of the, you have to be here at 8am and that kind of thing. Like so a little more natural for my ebb and flow even though you do have to put a lot of that work and drive into it yourself to make sure you're getting things done.
0: Absolutely. I um I did online education too for my undergrad, so I I totally relate like you have to be organized and kind of be on top of things. You know, it's it worked for me. I feel like not everybody enjoys it that way like they have to be somewhere in order to like get things done um but if you can do it I feel like it's a great way to be able to do it if you still have to work or work full-time um it's just a great way to like manage it all
1: yeah I agree I think I think for a lot of people it can be great and if that's the, even if it sound if you don't think you'll be great at it, but that's the only way you can do it, I would say still try it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Especially right now with COVID, the year wow oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think a lot of people I found have been forced into doing that. Um, so they just had to learn how to just be more organized. I feel like that's like the biggest thing is being able to time management. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, um, I guess I'll just talk a little bit about my art now. Awesome. Um, If that's okay. Um, so I, my style, the way, the way that I create has kind of ebbed and flowed from this, um, pouring of paint that I started in, um, during undergrad and then I would sometimes create these more kind of atmospheric pieces um, that at the time were related more to just like abstract spaces, um, and now I'm creating some atmospheric pieces that are really kind of abstracted storms.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, but the, the the thread that kind of unites it all is, or many threads that unite them really, I'm a Always addressing really pain, um, but in a way that I hope is healing for people because I feel like we all, like every single human, experiences some type of pain. um, And unfortunately, probably some pretty severe pain at some time in your life. And so I want to um, address that in a way that just really is comforting. And soothing and healing, um, but recognizes that um it's real and it can sometimes just be overwhelming and seem like the pain is taking over um, and so, with the forms that I create, they kind of slowly grew out of this place where um I had uh, lost my dad when I first started school, and so I was in a lot of grief and um Trying to control the paint in that way felt really natural um, to what I was going through and of course this is a lot of stuff that I process after because at the time you just kind of are drawn to things and you're not necessarily thinking on this philosophical level of I know exactly why I'm doing this. It's <laughs> easier to connect the dots looking backwards. Exactly so true yes um, and so I think when I, once I, I kind of started to know, like, this is about healing and, and the pain and me looking toward hope, um, is I think what I knew in undergrad and kind of understood. Um, and then when I got to grad school and you really have to dive into the why of just everything, yeah. um, which honestly, when I started to write my thesis, it was really painful to look at that, why and um, sometimes I was really embarrassed. I would I would like write a couple pages and submit it, and I wouldn't even I wouldn't look to see the comments. Even sometimes I would be late adding my comments because I just it was embarrassing to be so raw. Yeah, um, I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to do that. Um, but so they became more of like these these forms that represented kind of in a way like a soul. That's really been through um, whatever kind of grief, loss um, that it's been through, um, but has come out just so beautiful, even if it's sometimes the forms are meant to be kind of more fragile. They're still, they're healing, they're a bit fragile, but they've still kind of come out of this thing. Um, And sometimes I want them to feel more powerful, like yeah this form is really representing how you can grow out of pain. Um, so just exploring that um, all those kind of stages of healing and hope in hopes that if someone is in that place of pain, they might be able to look forward a bit like i I won't always be in this space. I have, even if there's a
0: sliver." this sliver of, uh, hope to look forward to. That is so beautiful. I feel like art is such a, it's a form of therapy. And I don't know if many people know that, you know, it doesn't matter if it's going to be hung on a wall or sold, (laughs) but I think everybody should do something creative because you're right. We are all at some point in our life in some sort of, you know, emotional trauma or working through things. And it's, such a beautiful natural way to be in it and move through it
1: yes yeah I agree I um yeah I think everyone would benefit from the, some type of creative expression yeah definitely
0: Do you, um, was this something that you were doing when you were, like, little, do you think? Like, even the art you were creating, was it working through whatever emotions you were going through as a child?
1: Um, that's really interesting. I think that was happening definitely starting in my early teen years, and I, um, I'm not sure, I haven't really thought about when I was much younger, um, if it, if I was working through uh, those kind of emotions, um, maybe, maybe a little bit, because I did used to write like little poems sometimes, and they were so, you know, so simple, and maybe just like about how I love to watch my mom do things with her hands. I remember one poem, it was so simple. I just kept thinking about our hands. And I think I was like 10. So I think I did do that a little
0: bit. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of, so what keeps you inspired? I know sometimes it's hard, especially um, you know, if you're if you're creating from um like a sad emotion, do you create from happy emotions as well? Um
1: I do. And it's interesting because I think when I am in a really really happy place I can almost address the the painful things in a better way because I go to the painting and I I still like I'm okay I still want a little bit of that to be in there but also I'm feeling really great and just joyful and so that's a lot of the painting Um, but sometimes I will actually use darker colors when I'm feeling pretty great because it's almost like that's a safe space for me. Yeah. And then when I'm in a really sad place, I'm using those really light and airy colors because it almost feels too scary to go really far into the darker um, kind of space, if that, if that makes sense.
0: No, it's, it's so interesting to be like one end of the spectrum to the other and kind of have a, a visual opposite from light and dark to explain yeah. it or experience it. That's, that's very interesting, especially knowing your work. And so being able to see the differences in colors, I think that's incredible to know. Um, so what do you do to stay inspired?
1: Um, well, I, honestly, I have a constant drive to create. And I think I, I I, Like, I read poetry, um, I read scripture, I um, read, like, some kind of, like, a mixture of kind of, uh, like, art philosophy and theory at times, Um, just things that remind me um, kind of the, I guess, about how deeply I want to express beauty Mm -hmm. um, in a really complex way um so those reading those things keeps me inspired writing in a journal sometimes if I'm painting and I'm kind of a bit bored with what I'm painting I haven't been writing enough and kind of challenging myself to do something new um and just kind of not go to what I've been creating for a while um recently with the storm paintings those kind of came out of me with all the kind of chaos that has been going on with the pandemic um, and just everything else I mean there's been a lot going on <laughs> in this year um and then just personal things where you know people are battling illnesses and stuff I think the storms it was weird because I almost resisted it for a while like I would have this visual in my mind and I was like Well, I need to somehow express that with the forms. And then I finally was like, I can't, for whatever reason, I need to make these. And I know there's, there's been an ebb and flow where I come away from the forms and I go back to them. So I always know that I will paint those again, but I just needed to paint some storms. And I, it's just a really visceral expression of what's going on in the world, what's going on in my world. Um, But just kind of, from my point of view, there's a lot of storminess, but I still see, um, from my point of view, I still see, like, that God is still caring for us. Um, And it's not, we're not in a hopeless place.
0: Um, So. That's beautiful. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting you said that when you find, like you haven't been writing enough, you know, I I find that too, like my, you know, my non-negotiables, like I find that if I haven't been like working out or reading or journaling, I start to get into like that, something feels off. Yeah. So when you do things consistently and then you don't do them, I'm like, oh, I can pinpoint, I haven't been filling myself up enough. Yes. That might be why things are feeling off. So, um, so I think that's really interesting. Um, So to kind of pivot the questions, um, what is something that you wish you had known about the business side of art when you began your career? Um, Well,
1: I think this, it feels kind of random, but I think something I I wish I would have known would be the importance of investing in art. a good camera or a phone with a good camera because when I first graduated I kept telling myself like you know you don't have the money you will you'll invest in this when you know xyz um but it really hindered me from getting into jury shows um from getting into publications because even though I was trying to light my paintings and do everything I could they just never looked that great <laughs> in the photos yeah um and so I wish that I would have known, okay, it's so important that you should really be saving, you know, every month until you can get this because it's going to be huge. Because as soon as I was able to have better photos, which is really just not that long ago, immediately this work started getting into publications and I started getting into more jury shows. Um, and I felt kind of silly, like, uh, I should, like... <laughs> This was huge. I should have done this a long time ago. But yeah, so I I didn't make it priority basically. Right. And it for an artist, I think it's just it's essential.
0: You have to be able nowadays to show a photo of your work. Absolutely. I love that you said that. Yesterday I was um just kind of like batch creating a bunch of tips for artists for like social media posts and blog posts, and I was doing uh, about the importance of Um, photographing your work because you can have beautiful artwork and then you send you know a crooked image with dark lighting from nighttime or like you know fluorescent lighting on it and it's it's gonna fall flat which is so awful because it doesn't give the work justice um so it's like it's like your your first impression of the artwork especially if someone doesn't know you, if you're emailing publications or galleries or um, juried shows, like they're just gonna go by it. They have like thousands of other artworks to to look through. Yes. So I love that you brought that up. Um, And I think it's even, you know, even just having your smartphone, the cameras on there are incredible. (laughs) You know, I think just starting out, if that's all you have, then I think that's wonderful to use. Just some natural lighting and start from there yes that's what i
1: use now i um recently like six months ago got a phone with just a much better phone camera and it's it's so much easier now too because before <laughs> i was spending hours trying to edit these terrible photos and now it's, it's like the colors yeah. of your work yeah. Yeah. And even the crispness of zooming in now, it's, it's just so much faster. Take a photo, crop it, submit it.
0: It's (laughs) so, yeah. Um, so how did you feel when you sold your first artwork? Hmm.
1: I think I felt a sense of accomplishment. Um, there's, there's some validation. It's like, even though that's not necessarily like the main reason why you create, there is a lot of validation in someone wanting to invest in your work because someone else sees enough value in it um, that they're, they are going to pay you for it and they, they really want it in their space. Um, so I think there was a, a lot of validation and
0: excitement in that. <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, Do you ever, is there any, time you feel conflicted selling an artwork, since they are so personal?
1: Um,
0: yes, I, well,
1: there are a few pieces that I have, and they're all so personal, but there are, there's, like, one from undergrad, um, and one from my thesis exhibition that I feel like I'll just always keep those, and I think having a few that I'll always keep helps me to be able to let go of some of the others, even though, I I do feel a connection to those. Um, but again, it's kind of that feeling of validation of this person wants this piece to be a part of their life. Right. And that feels really good. Um, because I do, you know, with my work, I want it to be healing. So how much better for people to experience that than to have it, you know, in their
0: space with them. Right. Exactly. Um, I, so since 2020 has been a strange year, <laughs> um what are you excited about in the next um part of your art business for 2021? Well, I
1: you know, I don't know what 2021 looks like, but I hope I really would love to be able to get out and go to an art museum and go to galleries and I know there are still some things opening, but um, I've just been really isolated and I would just, I can't wait (laughs) to get back out and um, go to my favorite museums that are um, in Dallas and Fort Worth Mm -hmm. and go to some galleries. Um, It's been so long now since I've been able to just sit in front of a a Rothko and, you know, just let that wash over me for, you know, 45 minutes. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a different experience pulling it up on like online. It's not it's not the same than just sitting in like a quiet big room, you know, at the museum. So I totally understand. Um, so hopefully 2021 will make that a thing <laughs> that'll come to light. I hope
1: so, yes. And talking about when you were talking about inspiration, that's one thing I forgot because it's been so long since I but um used to like you know, every three or four months, I would start feeling that kind of dry. And then I realized, I need to go to a big museum and look at some paintings and artwork that just make me
0: feel so alive inside. Exactly. Um, I went to one of them down here in Savannah recently, like a few weeks ago. And um, it just, I forgot how much I loved it and that I missed it. You know, you know, we have to wear masks and things, but I was like, it just felt good to be in you know surrounded by all this artwork and this information about it and other people who were enjoying it too so it was just a nice um to get out and feel connected to everything again yes
1: and for the business side i think um having being able to maybe have some people come into my studio you know when they're interested in a piece that um that would be amazing um you know getting to go and and see my pieces hang somewhere, or just yeah, that would be exciting.
0: <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna stay positive. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So to thank you so much for your time, and I would love for you to let everyone know um, where can we can besides seeing your artwork on Starlight Art Consultancy. Uh, where else can we connect with you online? Um, Well, I have a website,
1: tristawagstaff.com, and um, I try to keep that pretty updated, Um, and then also my Instagram gives you kind of insight into the pieces that I'm making, sometimes daily and weekly, and that's just um, Trista, T-R-I-S-S-T-A-H. Thanks, Mom, for the spelling. I got my name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I love your name. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, that is such an interesting name, and even the way it's spelled, too, so, like, you can't forget it. (laughs) It's like a perfect artist name. Oh, thank you. I feel, I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. I got my um, Instagram handle, and then uh, Victoria Phillips Gallery also has some of my paintings as well. Yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, and um, I will connect with you on email after after I you know get all these edited and figured out and loaded. Um, and I will connect with you then. okay, awesome i'm I'm very thankful. thanks for um, having me. <laughs> Forrest, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. You were one of the um, the beginning when I started Starlight art consultancy um, who the artists were just so welcoming and loving and I love that and I feel like when women support women, so many like, beautiful things can happen, and I really appreciate having you partnered with me. Oh, well,
1: thank you so much. Thank you. I, I was very excited that <laughs> when you connected with me.
0: Awesome. awesome. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and I will connect with you through email um, probably within a few days. Okay, sounds great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. thank you so much for listening. Your time is the most valuable thing and I'm so grateful you spent it with us. If you felt this was helpful, I would appreciate it so much if you could share this with someone you feel would love it too. Thank you.